I can't believe you don't like lobster. Who no. doesn't like lobster? <clears throat> I don't. I don't, I don't. I'm not a big shrimp person either. But I like Cajun shrimp, like Louisiana Cajun shrimp. Well, you know, once you go black, you never go back. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, come on. Why are you not loading Facebook? We always have technical difficulties at the beginning of this show. That's because we're so great and people don't want us to like get ahead of like the John Stewart show or anything. Right. That's why I leave it in there. You know, people get to see us being yeah. human. I say, I, I, po I changed everything to say we are an, an unedited vodcast. Like we don't edit ourselves. We don't, we just laugh. <laughs> we are an unedited broadcast. It is a true statement. That's why I, live, true live. So we're being people recorded, we actually on? Well, um, yes, it says we're on, but I got to fill in the titles and stuff before I can start the show. And like I said, this gets us, you know, people get to see behind the, behind the scenes. Can they actually see us right now? I think so. It's showing me video, but I don't know. I never know when it's actually live, but I always know it's live before I think it is. Oh, for sure. Because I've seen some of the beforehands. I'm like, okay, good thing we were talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> is it snowing? Is, is, it, is this the first show of our of the year? New year? Yeah, it is. Good way to first. kick it off. Uh huh. First show of 2020. All right, I'm gonna click go 2021. Oh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> you guys did not want me to forget that one, huh? <laughs> I don't want to do last year over. <laughs> no. All right, I think we're live. It uh, says we're live. All right, let me get the show started. Get this party started. Well, I've got, oh, here we go. No, that's last show of the year. I'm still wearing my Santa hat on that one. I'm waiting for it to show up. There we are. All right, let me get the music. In a world of divisiveness, we bring you diversity. In a world of hate, we bring you love. In a world of fear, we inspire you to live. And now laughing, loving and alive, with your hosts, Rain Thomas, Elmer J. Howard, and Dr. Kevin. Welcome, welcome. I am Father Time. Oh, I am Mahatma Gandhi. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> What a bunch of liars. What are you guys doing? <laughs> well, you know. For office? Well, you know, <laughs> since, since we started the show and I did that on the very first episode, we've never introduced ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's just been oh. a running gag. And you guys let me do the first introduction, so I just run with it. It's just kind of our thing now. I like it. Happy New Year. Happy New happy, Year. Happy, happy New Year. Not 2020, right? <laughs> Right. No, definitely not. Oh, no, no, this is, this is remote. We're coming into what was going to be a, a, a futuristic back throw to a Frank Sinatra song. Cause at the end of this year, we're going to be singing. It was a very good year. Definitely. So see, so Mr. Father time, uh, which means that if you are father time, then you are actually admitting the fact, as I've been saying for years, that you're older than I am and you keep on denying it. Uh, so now you have admitted that you are 
older than I am. Um, I was actually doing a birthday Zoom with my mother. Uh, her birthday was January 3rd. And of course, you know, she's in the nursing home and she has good days and bad days. And we got like nine Zoom screen or eight Zoom screens going and people talking to her. But wow. she was doing, uh, you know, and she was doing, she was actually having a more kind of a more with it day. She was having a hard time hearing us. But uh, I said, well, mother, you had me when you were 24. So that means you can only be 53 because I'm only 29. And she's like, I like that, sold. <laughs> and then I turned to my sister who's three years older than me and I said, that makes you 32. And she goes, I'm all for it, works for me. <laughs> and you now, now you are officially younger than both of your sons, but that's okay, you know? It's okay. a of reality we're living in these days. We might as well spread it to this. Uh, <laughs> I'm with you. Remind me, is she really older than you? I keep I keep messing that up. Dell? Yeah, Dell yeah, is Del. older than I am. She was she was she was born in nineteen eighty seven and I was born in nineteen ninety. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I like the way this is going for the new year. <laughs> Something like that, you know. So anyway, um uh, how have you been, Miss Rain? You know what? It was a wonderful way to end the year. And we had a really good time. It was, uh, we ended it on a very positive note, which is really good. You know, uh, put down some things we had been really working on to see where we're going to go in 2021. So that worked out very well. And we had a, a yummy, scrumptious dinner in Mesquite. Nevada at this place called Gregory's been around for forever it's a steakhouse okay can I you know when you're food drunk like you just eat so much they they do like a six course meal and surf and turf and I mean it's that kind of thing where they clean your palate between with all these homemade like sorbets and and when you leave you're just like I'm gonna be ill but you know it's worth it <laughs> absolutely so it was absolutely wonderful it's starting off but it's starting off wonderfully i love that and this is our first short show for the new year right the first show of 20 oh my god you guys are gonna kill me did you guys see the post no what did it say 2020 first show of 2020 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, wait till Dr. Wendy Dearborn sees it. <laughs> I'll fix it. I don't want to fix it now, I'm afraid. No, no, don't fix it now. Yeah, it, it does say first show of 2020 on it. Oh, I love awful. it. How did you guys fare in the end of the old year and the beginning of the new year? Mr. Elmer, I'll let you speak first. Well, I, had, I had, you know, I ended up going to see this this elderly friend of mine, you know, who decided he wanted to go and see uh, um, the newest Wonder Woman. So I traveled down since, you know, making sure he was okay given the pandemic and being stuck at home, being elderly and stuff. So, you know. Is that how you talk about Dr. Kevin on the air? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I actually, I spent, I spent the New Year's with Dr. Kevin. The New Year's Eve, we watched the first Wonder Woman. Um, at his house and then we he rented out a uh, theater and invited I think it was 10 or 12 people <clears throat> so on New Year's Day we went and saw the new Wonder Woman. Nice fun I love that. Yeah you know the theater would hold up to 50 people and mm -hmm. we ended up with I think actually 14 and so people could be in their little pods we, pre we could pre-order the food or order it there but we could go in and we could safely take off our mask, be in our little pod of people that we breathe the same air with anyways, have it scattered through the theater enough that we could all watch it. And, you know, and Wonder Woman 84 was something that I said, I want to see this on the big screen. I mean, that's a big screen movie to me. I love it. So, and, you know, Wonder Woman is one of my, uh, I, I'm, is one of my heroines um as far as i just love the character i love the evolution i you know i just you know she rocks so i and got to spend my 
my New Year's Day with a lot of friends and Almer. Uh, and I got to, you know, see a woman that rocked and a somewhere in between that had come down for the show that was kind of had a few rocks loose, but uh, you know, outside of that. Ah. So, uh, so uh, our guest, uh, I guess, already corrected me on Facebook. So, oh, good. Even, even though she's even though she's watching us live, she's commenting on Facebook too. Oh yeah, because she has the image to hold up. Um, can I say something that I, I'm sure other people will comment about? I know very little about Wonder Woman. You not seen the first one? I haven't seen any of them. I was actually probably too small to actually remember the original. Was it Linda Carter? But she was the first yeah. actress that played it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That she I, was actually. I just, Go ahead. She was actually right. what? She made a guest appearance in this one, in the new one. Yeah, because, you know, I, I, I'm all about, this was my superhero, you know, the Hulk is like my boyfriend all time. <laughs> so I know so little about Wonder Woman, um, and I apologize. So what I'm going to do, I mean, hello, I haven't even seen Pretty Woman. What? So, you know, I haven't seen Wonder Woman. I know everybody keeps telling me. And that other one with the shoe lamp in the, what is that, Christmas story or whatever it was with the shoe, the leg lamp in the window. Oh, it's not Home Alone, is it? No, no, no. no. You're talking, about, you're talking about, about, a, about the kid with the big eyes that sticks his tongue on the pole. On the pole. Yes. The, yeah. Oh, the, yeah, the, that's a classic uh, Christmas movie. Yeah, um, I've never seen it. So. A Christmas story. Yes. Yeah, I've never seen well, tell it. Me, so. well, tell me, well, the one that's more important about around Christmas time, um, well, there might be two. Some people say Die Hard. But um, the other one that's really important, yeah, Die Hard to become a Christmas film, is It's a Wonderful Life. Have you seen I've that? seen that. That's okay. a wonder. I saw okay. that as a kid. Yeah, I really liked that. And I saw it recently with one of my doctors. He has a theater in his home. And um, I actually stayed over there while I was getting some treatment and stuff. And he's like, you've got to see this because I hadn't seen it since I was probably in kindergarten. So, yeah, I've seen that one. So I'm going to play catch up with Wonder Woman because, you know, <laughs> so what I, it, what it, Wendy, she she said, "Oh please, like you're the you're the young you're that young not to remember Wonder Woman, Rain." Oh heavens to bits, <laughs> I'm that young. Don't be tell tell her haters always hating. <laughs> so, well, I um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tap dance on the edge of giving Rain a nervous breakdown. Oh dear. It's the least I can do. I want to start your new year off right. Okay. Look at that. Look at the face. Look at the face. I don't know where this is going. I'm thinking I'm going to say I have an internet problem. Uh, <laughs> no, I I would like to. I would like. I I would like to actually, as I've done in the past, I would like to share something that I wrote this week. Love it. Let's go. Okay. In fact, I wrote it 35 minutes ago. <laughs> so, okay. Um, so it may have some uh, things, but I know you're not going to want to discuss it, but I'm going to read it anyway. <laughs> I bleed the red, white, and blue. I bleed for me. I bleed for you. But what I bleed is the red, white, and blue. Red for rage your rage that led you to do what you did to my country, my rage that you did it. White, the blinding light of wanting to believe that you could go back when time only moves in one direction forward. And blue, the deep sadness at what you lost and how putrid the wound you hid that led you to believe the lies that led you to try to overthrow my red, white, and blue. Sad for me, sad for you. Sad for the innocent people hurt on both sides, but saddest most for my red, white, and blue. That's actually pretty poignant. 
every now and then I can actually pull something serious out of me. <laughs> yeah, that's serious though. And it's also sad because it's serious. Because it is the state of affairs. Yeah, and you know, that's the problem. You know, sooner or later, affairs always become sad because they never became marriages. Um, right. I, okay, we're going to sweep that one under the rug. <laughs> so, Rain, Rain you're, uh, you're, you're falling down on the job. I, I'm sure I'm falling down a whole lot of jobs. Well, you know, it's the first show of, of 2021, and uh, we only have two viewers. No, that's not necessarily true, because a lot of people will see us later. Right, but usually we have a lot more people on Facebook when we're watching it. Usually you're, you drum up, you drum up, a, a, you know, I don't know if you use a drum and literally drum them into like, come watch us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, some people will say, I can't catch you tonight. Like I know I had six people tell me they can't catch us tonight, but they will catch us when um, they'll catch the recording. So because you didn't come on tonight saying, you know, I've already got three people asking why we're not on yet and all this stuff. And Oh, they're probably tired of asking that. <laughs> what time is it? It's quarter after, or 16 after. Oh, yeah. oh okay. We're well, if, what are we going to do? Well, I was going to say, uh, first of all, we have the most imp important people with us, and that's all that matters. Yes, <laughs> so completely. I that out there. And I also know that we have people that may be watching on Zoom directly because mm -hmm. it's out there. And people do watch the show afterwards. Some so This time doesn't work for everybody. So... We are happy for those of you who are joining us live, and we are equally grateful for those of you who will be joining us when we're dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm listening. And speaking of know. dead. Yeah, let's, let's, let's bring in our guest, speaking of dead. Oh, and you know, speaking of dead, here's a woman that I've known for a very long time. She's absolutely wonderful. She... I mean, everything she cooks is fantastic. But up until, I don't know, a, a 497 days ago or something, she started doing these cauliflower hey. dishes and trying to act like they were meat and seafood. <laughs> and even I was fooled for some time. But it's her poor husband, Dee, that I really <laughs> felt bad for. I'm like, Dee, I don't know how to rescue you because I, I, I didn't see that predicament coming. So... <laughs> I would like to introduce you to one of the most amazing women that I have met in in a very long time. Um, I, and you know, I, I know a lot of amazing women, but this one's a different kind of amazing. She's got a great sense of humor. She supports all of my prune fantasies and fetishes and her she has a show and she has books and she's global and she's 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 amazing so ladies and gentlemen oh my drum roll <laughs> dr Sad. wendy dearborn love welcome love I just, it's so nice you're like my own trevor noah <laughs> I love Trevor. He so do I. Laugh. He's so, so he makes funny. Laugh. He makes me laugh. He makes me laugh. But thank you. Thank you guys for having me on, on Laughing, Loving and Alive. Yeah. 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 Laughing, Loving and Alive. And Alive. So I, I really do appreciate you having me here today. Um, and before we get started, I just really just wanted to say this. Um, Rain, you know that you're old enough to know. <laughs> Wonder Woman. So don't, don't even play that. I didn't say I didn't know Wonder Woman. I said I, I, I don't know I, much about Wonder Woman. I don't, I don't remember seeing any of those. I shows. think it was the reruns. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, girl. Go, 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 go. But no, thank you, well, guys. Said, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to say in defense of Rain, she's oh, no. so busy being Wonder Woman that she didn't have time to watch Wonder Woman. <laughs> And that's how friends stay friends forever. Okay, all right. Well, I'll, I'll let that one slide in. Well, um, you have you have another friend, Rain. Um, Paula Bonnell Miller says that you are persistent. When I mentioned about drumming people to come watch the show, 
Absolutely. Paula is another amazing woman. She is a super breast cancer survivor. She was my lay navigator and she helped me all through the process because she was the person who took it from start to finish at the hospital, which was John C. Lincoln now on her health uh, through breast cancer. So love her. She, she, she's incredible. If you need to know something about somebody, she'll figure it out. So, Dr. Wendy. Dr. Kevin, I presume. <laughs> yeah. So, you're doing all of these things with cauliflower, and I'm... Oh, don't listen to Ray. <laughs> it's not cauliflower <laughs> You've got to consider the source, right? <laughs> what? Yes. What? what? <laughs> I thought you were doing all this stuff with cauliflower. I thought maybe Some... a planetarium. Some... Oh gosh, no. Do you do you no. do the cauliflower pizza crust? Oh uh, yes, I've done that. And it, it tastes okay to me. <laughs> it tastes all right. Um invariably it takes a lot of eggs to do that. And while I do eat mm -hmm. eggs, it's they're not my ultimate favorite, but I definitely do eat eggs. So yeah, so it is okay. Much of the stuff that they have out there now regarding food, um hmm, it, it's okay. It, it, it really is okay. I, I'm, I'm one of these people who food is about inclusion, not exclusion. A lot of things they'll say, oh, you can't eat this, don't eat this, don't eat that. I'm about including. Include this into your life. Cauliflower. Include this yeah. into your life. Well, well, and it's as a friend of mine and, uh, that Kevin and I, Kevin knows, um, my, my housemate, who's not listening, he's got his headphones on and something else. He's all, he always tells me and tell me for many, many years, you know, life is about moderation, you know, everything in moderation. Don't, you don't have to be like no fat or no sugar or no, no this exactly. like, no, just know your moderation and just have, you know, and just know that, know your limits. And, and I don't know if this is a question you can answer. Um, and, and cause I know there's some, there must be some scientific reasoning behind it, but why is it the food that's, that's bad for your body or not bad for your body, but just, you know, you eat too much of it, you can put on weight or get cholesterol and stuff like sugar, fats. Why do they taste better than the cauliflower? Um, I think primarily because they're things that they're, truthfully, it's about the oral perception that it gives you in your mouth. Sugar, of course, it's what it does to you internally. And it, it triggers off, I believe it is um, dopamine and things like that. It, it really, it's like crack. <laughs> I, not that I, don't I know wouldn't know about that. that. <laughs> I would, I would know so, about that. you know, it's about cocaine and that sort of stuff. It, it triggers these things that make you feel good. Um, fat, fat content in anything gives that perception of uh, um, satiety. You know, I, I, I feel full. It feels right. Um, so th those are the reasons why people will kind of crave those those kind of foods. And as you said rightly, Elma, everything in moderation and i'm a true believer in that everything in moderation you know well you know one of, the, one of the things is is that some of these things taste good because at a very young age we get addicted to them mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. it it we've locked in by this time because you know there was there was uh research studies done because I, I do I've done a lot of work with kids and with ADD and ADHD and diets very important and things like this and I always found it amazing that you know when they've done all of these different researches if you take a small child before you've got him addicted to sugar and all that stuff he'll choose a piece of fruit over a piece of candy we train yes. them yep. to mm -hmm. eat bad food. they get addicted to the bad food they associate the bad food with with reward behavior Oh, if you're good, yes. I'm going to give you something that's actually horrible for you, but it's a treat. And yes. so yeah. it crosses even in our own mentality. So it's not just a physical addiction, but it's an addiction of approval or comfort. Mm -hmm. Talk about comfort mm -hmm. food. So there's some physiological aspect to it, but there is also some just simple just programming. Yeah, and psychological. And then of course, you know, and and media uh, and and media training of of this association because you know they make a lot of money by getting you hooked on bad food and then getting you making you get hooked on hospitals and getting hooked on medications and 
getting hooked on all of that stuff. And it's a, and it's a billion, a multi-billion dollar cycle. And it serves corporate America. It serves corporate of, of any of the, third, of, of the first world countries to basically keep their population at a certain level of sickness because sickness is good money-making business. business. Yep. So, yeah. I have a question. So with all of that being said, and, you know, Dr. Wendy, you and I talked, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Um, there's a word that I see thrown around, but I'm not sure I know exactly what it means. And I want you to explain it to me because I've seen it. Um, you use pescatarian mm -hmm. quite often. Mm -hmm. And I've seen people say pescatarian are people who only eat, eat fish and vegetables. I've seen someone else say pescatarian where you only eat fish and all seafood. I've, se I've seen lots of different versions. And we talked about it on a cellular level and things like that. What exactly does pescatarian mean? When I, whenever mm -hmm. I hear that word, I always think religion. It sounds like a Yeah, so do I. It's like yeah. some sort of religion or something. Right, right. They <laughs> call it a food religion, so. Pres that's Presbyterian, Almer. <laughs> oh, well, what does he know? He thinks it's 2020. <laughs> he thinks I'm elderly. So yeah, what is that? Go ahead. Um, Pescetarian. Let me just qualify before I actually answer that. Everybody has their own view on what something is. Um, and I'll qualify by saying that for me, uh, a pescetarian, I call it pescetarian. It's also called pescetarian, but I say pescetarian um, is somebody who eats seafood. Now, what they attach after that is, is a different ballgame. They could be a keto friendly pescetarian mm -hmm. or pescetarian. They could be a, uh, uh, I was going to say vegan, but that was so wrong. <laughs> they could be a vegetarian and a pescetarian. So it's all according to what people want to add to it. Many people will eat just fish and vegetables. Many people will eat fish, vegetables, and they'll have some carbs, carbohydrates, as in the friendly ones like sweet potatoes, blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah. But they'll stay away from what they consider to be the heavy stuff like the rice, the white potatoes, et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. So it's all according to what somebody is wanting to do. Now, would the, would, the, would the people that are doing the heavy carbs, meant they also include like Doritos as a heavy carb? Or... <laughs> yeah, and French fries. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. all us after all. Oh, and cauliflower. Yeah, and cauliflower, cauliflower fries. You've never had those. I, yuck. <laughs> I cook Ew. with cauliflower. I cook with cauliflower. Yeah, I, that's not my thing, for sure. I've tried it a hundred different ways. I just... No can do. I, I just can't. I tried. Maybe Wendy needs to have me come over. Yeah, yeah. And I'll cook you some cauliflower. You won't even know you're eating cauliflower. Most, I, most, most, most people don't. I most remember people. back when I was doing vegetarian and I had everybody over and I made a huge chili and they were like, how can you eat this? And I'm like, because it's vegetarian. And, they were, and this was like 25 years ago. And they were like, no, it's not. It's got meat in it. I'm like, no, cashews. <laughs> there you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. It's like, um, take for instance, many people, They, I, I think I'd said this to you when we spoke briefly, that many people, you know, they're like, oh, they, they, they like sodas. You know, they feel they're addicted to sodas, et cetera, et cetera. But if you take the, the, um, the carbonation out of the soda and you put the what's left in the refrigerator, they won't drink it because it doesn't taste good. And mm -hmm. I realize you're looking for a combination, but most people are actually addi addicted to the bubbles, the effervescent bubbles. That's yeah. me. That, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't drink soda, but I drink all sorts of those natural flavored, bubbly. I, yeah. I probably go through eight or 10 cans of bubbly, bubbly, something with bubbles. I prefer it to be champagne or Prosecco, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but Perrier will do a push, huh? A pinch. 
yeah, 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 yeah. So you, you, you got, you got, there, there are many, there are many sort of dietary lifestyles that are out there. Mm-hmm. And as I said before, I'm all about a diet of inclusion. You need to include. When you start excluding, what happens is, as Dr. Kevin said, you know, we've been raised with certain things. We've been taught that, um, as he said, you know, good behavior, bad behavior, good behavior means you get a cookie. Bad behavior Mm -hmm. means you're not going to get a sugar high today and ping off the wall. So many people, when you start saying um, diet, already this thing comes up like, oh my God, what do I have Mm -hmm. to stop eating? What can I eat? Which is why I always say I'm about inclusion. If you're trying to change your health, which as Dr. Kevin said, you, you guys ain't saying too much, you and Elma, but as Dr. Kevin said, you know, the, That's the uh, usual pharmaceutical, show. <laughs> <laughs> the pharmaceutical world, the pharmaceutical world, Kongak, Conag, all these big companies, they rely on people eating junk food and they got this whole mm-hmm. train system going. Right. So for me, it's all about making sure that you include things. If you're going to say that you want to eat Dr. Kevin a bag of Doritos and some chips and some French fries, um, if this is what you want to eat, hey go for it but make sure that in that dietary profile you're eating foods that are live and that are raw whether it be apples pears kale spinach make sure that on your plate when you eat that it's not just sort of like elma a big old steak that turned you back um (laughs) but as a steak you know make sure that there's some kind of balance there and by balance what i mean is vegetables and i don't count potatoes and corn as the ideal vegetable that being said it's about inclusion you've got pescetarianism you've got vegetarianism you've got flexitarianism and you've got veganism now for all the vegans out there um go ahead on and hate i don't care um (laughs) i don't care so for the vegans that are (sighs) out there understand for me in all the diets that I, uh, did I say flexitarian? That's like yeah, it made me think of yoga. <laughs> <laughs> it made me think of my old life on a Saturday night. Where I got oh dear! <laughs> for all for, for veganism that's out there, veganism can be a very, very unhealthy diet. Um, because as you know, as a vegan, it just means that you're not eating anything that is um, animal, animal byproduct, but you can eat something that has been created in a laboratory that really is really hard to process on the body. Mm-hmm. So um, with, the, with the vegan diet, you really have to watch it. You really have to watch what you're doing. Otherwise it can lead to problems. But most of the diets out there, there is room for flexibility. There's room for fluidity. Um, I think that COVID-19 had people um, a little stuck because your ass is at home and now you've got to cook. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to cook? Oh, I don't know. What are you going to cook? There's only so much pizza you can eat. There's only so much. So what are you going to cook? So one of the things that I have actually found is that many people have actually started mm, cooking. They've kind of gone back to this grassroots mm-hmm. thing and uh, I cannot tell you the amount of people who have reached out well how do you do this how do you do that um oh I'm not doing that how do, now, you do this? how do you do that now, the grassroots stuff is that in the same family as when you buy grass fed I mean oh no 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 that's that's actually a really good point or is that at the, the dispensary <laughs> let's just get to the bottom <laughs> No, no, not not the Doesn't... dispensaries that have popped up here. Like, I mean, they're they're, they're like churches on every corner. Yeah, like, oh, oh. for sure. They're, you know, they're, they're the grass-fed thing. It reminds me of um, um, Jamba Juice because don't they have okay, like grass? Yeah. They will cut the grass off and put it in your wheat grass. Oh, the wheat grass. Wheat grass. And so yeah, you have a wheat grass shot, and that's so concentrated it can give you a little buzz. You know, and oh, I really? think that's why people had it. Yeah, because it can, mm. it can give you a little buzz. It's so concentrated. But speaking of um, 
grass-fed. Um, the more organic, in the true sense of the words, the more organic you can purchase food, the better it is for the body to digest, to extract, to assimilate, and to eliminate. Yeah, it's a matter of looking at, thinking about it as um, that if you have something, it's bad enough that so much of what we are exposed to these days already has a toxic chemical level in it, the water, the air, um, and mm -hmm. then if you eat food that has been also fed that, it's just doubling up and tripling up your layer of toxicity that you're taking in. Um, and so that your body isn't gonna work and isn't gonna digest. But you know, one of the things I wanted to, to I, so I had a couple of questions for you, but I didn't wanna interrupt your, the train that was on the track. Uh, <laughs> Um, so, you know, and that's a another Saturday night joke. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. No, she didn't know that she was really going. I have a, and when Kevin's done, I have a fun question to ask as well. So, my first question is, is because you know, there's a lot of I, I in the last like 14 months, whatever, uh, you know, I've I've dropped 80, 85 pounds. <clears throat> And one of the things is that I discovered, and I want to kind of get your, your take on this, was that I would cycle out every two to three weeks, sometimes I'd go as long as six, going from one diet to the other, because my experience was anything I did, if I did keto, if I did low fat, if I did whatever I was doing, that somehow it limited something that my body needed, because my body needs all of it. So if I would do a cycle of keto, then I get to a point that say, okay, now I need to do low fat, high carb, work back in the fruits, work back in the vegetables, work back into the things, and then go there and then go, okay, I've plateaued again. That means, you know, and, and, and kind of watch those cravings. And so I would go through two or three different diet types. So over a period of time, because your body houses certain things, it would not ever run really low on anything that it needed. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. Is that something you, 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 you would recommend or you think is a good idea or was it all in my head? See, no, evidently not. not. Not if your objective, Dr. Kevin, was to lose weight and you lost weight. Not at all. Once again, my personal belief is that it's vitally important that you find out, which you have done, what works for you. Oh, you were serious about the tea, were you? What we find out. <laughs> find out what works for you and you've found out what works for you and you found out you've established that um a diet a, a an approach to variety in the way in which you diet will give you what you want so out of the keto and the low fat no fat and all the everything that you said out of those, which is your go-to? Which is your go-to? Uh, keto's my go-to because I am a big meat and cheese person. Okay. All right. I, All right. I, but if I stay on keto too long, I start to fantasize about tangerine. A cow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, fruit. You start fantasizing start about fruit fruits okay. and vegetables and those things that you really have to keep very low. When I stay on the other diet for too long, I start yes. looking at a piece of cheese and going. <sighs> <laughs> no, and you see what you've done for yourself is right. You're actually listening to your body, which most people don't. Most people mm -hmm. listen to what other people tell them they need to do. And what other people are telling them that they need to do Maybe right in a small instance, but in a big instance, it, it's not right for them. It's not no. right for them. And so I think, you, you did really well. Thank you. I, you know, I think that uh, we need to understand that anything that we eat within our diet that has, has natural roots, so to speak, unless mm -hmm. we're having some kind of allergic reaction, mm -hmm. um, you know, which can happen to fruit that comes out of the land or nuts mm -hmm. or whatever, um, 
that, you know, our body is a very complex thing and we still, I don't think, understand it anywhere near to the level that we arrogantly think we do. Yes, agreed, agreed, a hundred percent. And attaching that, that wisdom, you know, like I teach all my, 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 my clients, like body wisdom in supplements and food choices and things like this. It's like, your body will tell you everything you want if you what listen you to it. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about, I'd love to hear. So the other thing is, is knowing how to do the offset. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that you said that I love um, about the offset. You know, I, it used to be the offset for me was if I was going to go out and have a hard night of drinking, I'd do a green drink, a ton of vitamin C and two aspirin. Then I go out and drink and then I'd wake up in the morning with no hangover. Uh, Cause I just loaded up on what I knew I was going to lose. But that means you actually have to know what you're doing. And I think many people eat cluelessly. And I'd agree with you. Many people do eat cluelessly because eating is so intrinsic and so fundamental, not only to keeping us alive, but it's something that we do. Because without it at an intrinsic level, we know that we won't be here. So we have to eat. That being said, to find out what it is that works for you, you tr one number one. Um, I, I will say I said this to um, a group the other day. You have to be totally honest, okay? You can't be stuck on the trend, which at this moment is kind of veganish at the moment. So you can't be stuck on a trend to be something that you're not. If you are a die-hard, moo-cow, bison-eating person, then own it, exactly. Then own it, oh. okay? That being said, once you know that, you can start your process. You, can, you know that if you eat, like, I, oh, Lord, help me. I oh, hate honey, okra. Get it out. I hate okra. I love you okra. Can, you can boil it down to nothing. You can fry it. You can pickle it. You can bake it. You can hide it in gumbo. But <laughs> okra jumps out at me. Okay. So I would say that there is something within me that me and okra, we don't need from whatever the family is. I can't remember the species that it comes from. We don't, we don't rub together too well. And so you leave it alone. You don't kind of eat it because okra is the new trend. And if I eat okra, I'm going to be a size six, dead <laughs> size six. Okay? I'm going to be a size six. So when you know, you, you have to start with what you know. You have to start with what you know about you. And some of the things that you were raised with, you've got to let them go. You have to let them go. That's what I keep telling my parents. I got to let you go. <laughs> You, you, you got to let them go. So I have a comment on, on the, what you just said and a, and a fun question. Um, so in terms of owning it, you know, when I go to a restaurant and I order a steak and they ask me how well done, do I, how I want it cooked, I always say I want it to move when I stab it. Ew. <laughs> so you like yours rare. Yeah, as you rare like as possible. Yeah. As, I like as it, like, put, it, put it in, take yeah. it off. Okay. If I didn't have to cook it, I wouldn't. But so, I like, yeah, so like steak tartare, I love steak. You can have I love steak tartare. Yeah. So does he get double credit for that? Does he get double credit for that? He gets. Does he get a? Uh, does he get a point because he ate something raw? And does he get a point because he ate meat? I mean, there's a count. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not stretch it. <laughs> so this is this is a, a a fun question. It's just something I think about because uh, I'm a. I know it's going to be wrong. I can tell by your face, but okay. Star, well, I'm a big, like, you know, futuristic sci-fi fan. So, you know, in Star Trek, you know, mm. they have, um, which I heard, you know, I remember that rain was on the original, I think, in the original Star Trek, right? <laughs> I, I was too young for that. <laughs> I, I've never seen an episode I've, of I've Star Trek in my Star life. Trek. I've never seen Star Trek now, either. You know, but we think about, we think about the, the future, you know, the, the futuristic that they, the, the world that they envision is, you know, there's no disease or at least they've, taking care of a lot of the diseases we have and there's no hunger and poverty and stuff in some of the shows but so in in how they replace that like they're like you know, we're not barbarians we don't kill our animals for meat though is um how they replace that is in in the words of seven of nine is they re, they re replicate biomatter 
So they have these machines that can replicate food. My thought was always, has always been, I was like, like, but there's no life to it. Like, doesn't food like have a life source? Like the cow, the, the thing that you grow in the ground? Like, are we missing, would they be missing something if it was replicated and didn't go through a process and have like that whole life process kind of thing, you know? And so your question is, let me make sure I understand your question. Never mind, I'll, I'll run with it. Is it, no, what I'm saying, is it, am I? This show that understood it, right, Rain? <laughs> no, I'll, no, I'll run with it. No, I, I totally agree with you. Um, that is a belief system that I hold that everything is sentient. And so again, for vegans, hey, don't hate. You know, that, that carrot that you just bit, and that orange juice <laughs> that you just squeezed—it has feelings. Okay, everything is sentient, and you know, you know. Of course, I know you guys know that they—they grow—they'll grow like a haunch of beef in a petri tree, and they're trying to to sell it to people, and people are buying it, and they'll grow vegetables X Y, and it's gone way beyond GMO. My type right. of ad. They're—they're—they're they're doing all this sort of stuff, and I think that there is something lacking in it there's an energetic factor that is lacking because as dr kevin was saying food just isn't about and my paraphrase it just isn't about the physicality of it food also has a vibration like the color right. of food has a vibration that interacts with you and if you will your vortexes your your, your chakras food the color of food is important and it's important because it reacts at such a, mm, like a deep cellular level. That's so right. in answer to your question, yes, I believe that something would be missing from it if it didn't originate in its natural habitat and grow. It, it wasn't cultivated as it was designed to be cultivated, which is why I think they see so many problems with um, GMO stuff. So, so I, speaking of GMO, sorry. I, um, oh, I, well, I, I have, I take a little bit of um, uh, issue with people that are always like, no, no, no GMO, no GMO, and then I see them eating a, 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 a corn on the cob, and I'm like, you do know that that, that was technically <laughs> genetically modified. Like, I, I take issue with the fact that people don't understand what it means, and they're just like jumping uh -huh. on the latest fad, like no GMO, like okay, uh -huh. it's not. Uh -huh. talking about like understand what you're talking about is like you know the corn of you know yesteryear was not look like the corn of today and that was genetically exactly. modified and i don't think that that's just greeting and, and my understanding is i don't think that's a bad thing it's not the gmo that they're thinking of where it's like you said maybe grown in some petri dish somewhere mm -hmm. with so, with oh sorry go ahead dr kevin well i just wanted to, i wanted to add on to something that you said and you know i've been working for years and years and years, uh, uh, one of the things that I, I do is as a medical intuitive. And I put together mm -hmm. protocols for people um, for, for mm -hmm. illnesses and issues from a medical to, to mm -hmm. a perspective. And sometimes, especially with, with, if I'm working with a client that's terminal or has a degenerative disease that's really far along or things like mm -hmm. this, especially ones that where people have given up uh, where, where Western medicine has given up on them, it is not uncommon for me to go, okay, so right now, if it occurs naturally as blue, I need you to eat it. There's something in the blue food right now I need you to eat. You need yes. to be eating blue and yes. you know, blah, 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 blah. And you know, we'll talk about what blue foods are. I mean, like, this is not a freezy blue stick. Exactly. <laughs> and you're not, you're not talking about the, the, the blue tortilla chips, right? No. no. But, it is, it, it, I, for years, for years, when I'm dealing, especially it seems like it comes up most when I'm dealing with the most difficult cases where you can't do, you, you can't even talk about supplements at that point. The system is so broken down and overloaded by everything that Western it. medicine has put them through that we have to start with something really similar. And one of the things on your bio, because I see that you uh, also is a, are a certified, I think, I think you said certified or classically trained aromatherapist is mm -hmm. aromatherapies and recommending the foods that will heal in the quantities they can take it in and homeopathics sometimes mm -hmm. the place I have to start 
when, when they're on their last leg because everything that they've tried, traditional or even non-traditional, has just let them beat up, but has not got them where they need to go. So I just wanted to share that comment with you. you know. it's, it's, it's vitally important. One of the things that I said in um, Green is for Life, and that, that's a book I, I wrote on green smoothies, one of the things I say in the book is, one, you need to start where you're at. Where, where, for everybody who's listening to this, in, regarding, in regard to utilizing food, which I believe food is medicine, in regard to using food, you need to start where you're at. The first thing you need to know is what you want at the end of the rainbow. If you don't know what you want at the end of your crack pipe, it's very difficult to know which dealer to go to. So you look at uh, like, oh God. Okay, thank you, Frank Lucas. <laughs> the Godfather, right? Yeah, was it Godfather? Was it a Godfather? Some Godfather. I don't know. <laughs> right, but anyway, you need to know what it is that you want in regard to health. You need to start where you're at. Don't make it out as this big mountain. It's, it's about inclusion. There are people who, you know, I would say, oh, you know, do, do a green smoothie fast, do a green smoothie cleanse, but they can't do that. They cannot do that because of what you, like you were saying, uh, Dr. Kevin, where they are within their body. They can't even handle that. Yeah, absolutely. So perhaps you need to just start by having a juice. Something that easily, the body easily will assimilate and extract what it needs. Absolutely. But, the other thing, that people miss, and I, and I have a, a, another question I want to ask you, but I want to say first, one of the things that people miss that I know that I have to do in my practice is also say, what are you willing to do? Not only what can your body handle, but what are you willing to do? Because early on, you know, I've been in full-time practice for, well, I'm in 30, my 31st year now. And I thought you were 25. <laughs> 20 Reincarnation. <laughs> oh shoot, I missed that. No. But anyway, you've been in practice. I'm I've sorry, go ahead. Ducking client interviews in the utero. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, talk about the crack pipe again. <laughs> well, go ahead. Utero? That's interesting. Let's go back to that range. So um but yeah, is is I would do these beautiful, you know, protocols and things, and they'd they'd, they'd do 10% of it. And yeah. I'd be like, Okay, so I learned early on, okay, what are you willing to do? Will you do one thing for me? If we do one thing and you feel That's a little it. better, will you, but you know, cause, and people would come in with these bags of stuff that have been recommended to them and they weren't doing anything. I was just like, I oh, stop, just stop. I know, I know. So do people, so you've got the book, you're working on a new book, uh, the first law of attraction, I believe, is the name. I was looking to check. It's all it. about choice. Life is all about choices. Okay. Everything you do is predicated on the choices that you make. Okay. And um, do you do something like per se with people? Are you, do you do any kind of like, do you do holistic health coaching? Do you? Um, what yes. Do you do? Yes. Yes, I, yes, actually I do. My, my practice, I actually closed my practice. No, I'll I take that back. They changed the licensing and then started doing some real stuff with licensing and actually required me to go back to, <laughs> no, not even, it, it, it was almost like you got to go to kindergarten all over again. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I, I am not doing that. I, I've, uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. So yes, I do work with people. Um, I do a lot of uh, Zoom, a lot of uh, work through Zoom and stuff like that. So yes, I do work with people. And where um, would people find you if they, if they felt like that you might be a good choice? Um, my, actually, uh, foodbeyonditsnutrition.com. That's, that's the one that's up live and running at the moment. The Laws of Attraction in Action is being revamped as we speak. So foodbeyonditsnutrition.com. And that's where they'd be able to, to, they'd be able to find me. But let, 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 can I just say one thing before you, be, uh, it's, I'll keep it really short. Um, in regard to what you were saying, Dr. Kevin, I was in a, 
Costco's and you know do my shopping and there were three ladies who came in there and clearly they were sisters and one of them um was ill and you know she she was really she was bitching and moaning and she was like the doctor said to her he wanted to go a more mm, holistic route you know try changing your diet try adding vegetables and maybe some you know active although that's not very active if the truth be known but active do, do, do. And he was making these suggestions and she was like, I don't know why he just doesn't give me a beep, beep pill and fix me. This is why I went to him. He's a doctor. He's meant to fix me. He's telling me I need to do this diet. I don't want to do that. You know, and she's picking up them cheese puff things and putting them <laughs> in, into her car. And I'm like, you know, the, the che- no, not Cheetos. The, yeah. The cheese she's puffs, putting, cheese balls. She, yeah. You know, like the big, the yeah they're little but the costcos have a huge that's right and i thought oh darling no no you're wrong but like you said it's what people are willing to do thinning of the herd yes darling (laughs) isn't it though yeah yeah thinning of the herd well dr wendy it's definitely been an adventure i know that we're gonna be starting to move towards our close down we got five more minutes. I was going to say, is Dr. Uh, Dr. Kevin, uh, I think she'd be great on the speaker series. Well, I was yes, just she would talk about the speaker series in a minute um, while she's still here. But I do want to share with you, she is the author of Green is for Life, A Simple Guide to Creating Healthy, Life-Giving Green Smoothies. Her new book uh, she's currently working on is uh, called uh, The First Choice, uh, The First Universal Law, Choice, The First Universal Law. You can reach her at foodbeyondnutrition.com. That is foodbeyondnutrition.com. And I do want to ask her, what side of that, where do you live on that side? Where where are you from on the other side of the pond, young woman? Oh, I'm from Tottenham. I'm from North London. Come on, you Spurs. You will know about that. Coys, come on, you Coys. Let's do it. (laughs) Oh, no, sorry, soccer. So all I can think of is the whole time you were talking, was about an episode of Coupling, which you may or may not remember. It was a big British comedy uh, hit, Coupling. And, and one, of the, one of the I main- I was most probably living here. One of the main, uh, it was early 2000. Um, but anyways, uh, no, I, like, I love BBC <laughs> stuff. Um, but yeah, she, she was a vegetarian um, that gave vegetables bite break by eating meat. And I could just think love of the episode of why she, how she was, <laughs> I too am a vegetarian, but every now and then, you know, I don't want to hurt the cow's feelings. And uh... <laughs> so anyway, I'll eat a bit of beef. I'll eat a bit of beef. <laughs> I do have a web of light expo speaker series, uh, which is offering every other month uh, starting in January. So next Sunday is the first speaker series. Uh, Rain is going to be on there. Uh, Rain, the name of your topic again is? Healing through laughter and music. We do have an herbalist that is talking about five tips uh, that are easy to do at home to uh, help you during the time of COVID and beyond. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have, uh, it's never too late to create a miraculous life. We're having a woman come in that has run a lot of death cafes and has been working with death, dying and grieving for uh, decades. Mm-hmm. And she's doing a meditation mm-hmm. called honoring your losses and you know, mm-hmm. losses of all kinds through 2020. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. be doing creating your best new year to end, mm-hmm. uh, to bring it home. Uh, mm-hmm. And we are gonna be doing again, we'll be doing our next one in March. Uh, mm-hmm. If you would like information, you can go to uh, facebook.com backslash web of light expo. Uh, we'll get a link posted underneath here if you're interested. We do still have some tickets available. Uh, it is all a Zoom thing. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Dr. Wendy, as we to look at, as I'm filling the speaker slots for the upcoming year, mm-hmm. uh, is it something you might be interested in? Yes, most definitely. And in that regard, it would be to speak on the power of choice and the ability to choose for self in the best interest of self and how that ricochets throughout your life. So yeah. Ricochet, that's an old school word. 
Yeah, girl. So, uh, see, I, I know you know. I know you. I know you know Wonder Woman. Sit up there trying to lie. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rain, we have a minute left. Who's our next week's? Uh, not next week. Who's our next guest on the next show? I don't know. Who is it? I think it's Lizzie at Shabby Knapsack. <laughs> She's the recycling repurpose queen. And Dr. Kevin's going to have a ball with her. I have a ball with them all. I, 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 I talked more on this one because it was something I knew about food. I'm a, I'm a chef. so. Yes, I can't wait until next Sunday. And I can't wait until Dr. Wendy comes on as a speaker. That's going to be epic. Yeah. Who came first, the chicken or the egg? I think you know it's the rooster. Do you know what? Right. Do you know what? Do you know what a calendar's favorite food is? Date. <laughs> we'll catch you on a future date of laughing, loving, and alive. Thank you guys so much for having me. I had a blast. Bye. 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 Bye.